hiatal hernia syndrome, there is a cure. You might be suffering with symptoms such as acid reflux or shortness of breath, having panic attacks, having constipation or bloating. These are just some of the symptoms associated with hiatal hernia syndrome. And they seem very disrelated, don't they? What does constipation have to do with acid reflux? What does bloating have to do with panic attacks? What you're gonna to learn today is that they are related and they could be very much at the root cause of your misery, why you're not feeling your best, but you're not getting the help that you need. If you're like many of the people suffering that I hear from, this is the scenario you're kind of in the middle of. Your doctor says your symptoms have nothing to do with your hiatal hernia. If you've been diagnosed with a hiatal hernia, that's one thing, or maybe you have acid reflux. Uh, whether it's just acid reflux, whether it's also a hiatal hernia, you likely have these other symptoms that we just talked about. There are 20 of them actually, we just, uh, I just gave you a handful. Um, but you're told those symptoms have nothing to do with your hiatal hernia. You've probably visited the ER if you're like many of the people I hear from, and maybe several times, unfortunately, which is a miserable experience. But at the ER, you are told after they've done a good investigation of your heart and make sure you're not having a heart attack, uh, likely you went in either with a panic attack or your heart felt like it was going to explode, you had heart palpitations, you had pressure in your chest. A very legitimate reason, of course, to go to the ER is to make sure you're not having a heart attack. But you've been checked out at the ER and they tell you your heart's fine, your lungs are fine. And, um, and of course you're happy to hear that, but you're still feeling miserable. Then you go back to your primary doctor and he or she says, well, uh, let's send you to a specialist. Let's send you to a cardiologist. We'll do a workup there. Let's, we'll send you to a pulmonologist, a lung doctor. We'll do a workup there. Um, and then they find typically nothing wrong with you, which again is, is great, except that you're still short of breath. You're still having panic attacks. You're still having heart palpitations. And uh, it gets very frustrating. And basically at that point, you're often told, you know, it's stress. It's all in your head. Here's an antidepressant. Here's an anti-anxiety medication. And so you're just shuttled from doctor to doctor, left feeling awful with nobody really understanding why. So why doesn't your doctor understand hiatal hernia syndrome? And that word syndrome is very important because a hiatal hernia in and of itself, the stomach is pushed up on your diaphragm or above your diaphragm and the doctor understands that unless it requires surgery then they're told well they're telling you all you can do is take uh, an antacid for the discomfort of your acid reflux GERD pressure in your chest from the acid etc and that's pretty much all you're given why because conventional medicine doctors are trained in the viewpoint of managing symptoms. You have a symptom, this is how we manage it. Not standing back and saying, we have a symptom, why? Where is this coming from? The facts of the matter are your stomach is a bag of acid. It's supposed to be a bag of acid. It being a bag of acid is not it doing anything incorrectly. In fact, it's performing its job perfectly. What's inappropriate is that the poor stomach is getting squeezed and pushed and shooting that acid or slowly migrating that acid up your esophagus. That's when you're feeling the acid reflux, the GERD, 
the uncomfortable feeling in your chest, maybe even a scratchy throat. There's a lot of different symptoms associated with acid reflux. But again, there's a root cause. And to then lessen the acid that your stomach is producing is actually going to compromise digestion and absorption of nutrients all the way down the rest of your digestive tract. So actually antacids are okay for a really small period of time, very temporary while you're getting to the root cause of why the poor stomach is spasming and pushed up and shooting the acid in the wrong direction. But long-term, it, it's actually quite dangerous and, and it's not, not the way we want to treat you at all because it creates a lot of long-term side effects for your digestion. Hiatal hernia syndrome is actually composed of what we have come to realize about 20 different symptoms. And very often patients come in with, I'm on my antacid, I'm on something to uh, relax my heart, I'm on an inhaler for my lungs even though I don't have asthma, I'm on a sleep medication, I'm on an antidepressant, and they still feel terrible because again, they've not gotten to the root cause and now by the time you're on this many medications, you're having side effects associated with those medications. Hiatal hernia syndrome, in order to resolve it, we have come to learn over 15 years of developing this program is that you have to come at it from all the different facets that it encompasses. So yes, the stomach being in spasm and pushing on that diaphragm, that's integral to its treatment. So we have to normalize and treat the gut. And that can be the stomach, that can be the small intestine, that can be the liver, that can be the gallbladder. There's a lot of things that can um, be contributing. To, to the GI symptoms uh, that you're feeling. But also, you have uh, structural effects. So the diaphragm is being pushed up, that big sheet of muscle that separates your heart and lungs above from your digestive organs and reproductive organs below. Over time, that has gotten spasmed and elevated, and then you have to come at that from a structural therapy. Core, your abdomen, it, are your core muscles balanced? Are they toned? There's a muscle from your back called your psoas muscle that literally holds your diaphragm down and doesn't allow it to get into that spasm state. There are nerves involved. The nerve that goes to your diaphragm comes from your neck. Do you have neck pain? Do you have jaw pain? Do you have headaches? Uh, there's a lot of aspects of this. And then secondarily to suffering with hiatal hernia syndrome, with the feeling of shortness of breath and the heart palpitations, you can really get your stress hormones out of balance because the body is in this fight or flight kind of moment and it's trying to get your attention of, I don't know why we're not getting enough air, I don't know why the diaphragm's not moving sufficiently, the heart's pumping harder, the stress hormones are reproducing at higher and higher rates. All of that has to be undone. Now those are the secondary effects, but you have to look at it globally. And that is the last 15 years of the team at Root Cause Medical Clinic has been figuring this out. And I'm happy to tell you we have. We want to look at the common causes of hiatal hernia syndrome. There's a few more symptoms uh, over and above what we mentioned earlier, like fatigue and insomnia. And again, there are, there are 20 in total. So when we're looking at the common causes, there are internal and external. So from the internal viewpoint, 
food sensitivities are extremely common. Now, when I say the word sensitivities, I don't mean allergies. Typically, if you have a food allergy, like you're allergic to peanuts or milk, you, you know that at a fairly young age and the response of your body is, is fairly dramatic. Um, you break out in hives, you have trouble breathing. It's you know something you've, you've kind of figured out typically before, way before you're an adult. Um, but food sensitivities are foods that have um, more of a stressor, toxic-like um, impact on your body. And they can, of course, affect your digestive system. They can cause that stomach tightening and spasming that we see, but it can also create a lot of other imbalances in the gut and a lot of other uh, systems in the human body. But right now we're focusing on uh, hiatal hernia syndrome. So food sensitivities is something we almost always find. So that's a big one to determine. I wish I could tell you there is a perfect test. I can't wait for the day that there's a perfect blood test that tells you and everyone else what their food sensitivities are. That test does not yet exist, unfortunately. Um, so we use a what's called a modified elimination diet and um, it's not a simple give some blood and, and get the answer on a piece of paper uh, but it's highly effective and is still considered the gold standard so next on the internal causes we have just a poor diet and the standard american diet is absolutely poor uh, a lot of refined foods processed foods a lot of sugar a lot of chemicals and and these are things that do not sit well with your gut and and really i think speaks to why we're seeing so much more of this problem so much more hiatal hernia syndrome than we've ever done in the past is because of the poor american diet and the fact that uh, our gi tract is, is really not designed to to deal with this non-food uh, that we're consuming and it creates a lot of imbalances Speaking of imbalances, the next uh, internal factor are infections. Now, when I say infections, I don't mean that you are acutely ill, where you have a fever and you're going to bed. These are organisms deep in your gut, and we house about 30 trillion organisms in our lower intestine. We only have 10 trillion cells in our body, so three times that amount um, make up these microbes of our intestine a vast number that we're only really beginning to understand. But what we do know is you can get an imbalance and you can get more of these bad guys than the good guys that are supposed to keep them in check. So these can be bacteria, parasites, viruses, amoeba, protozoa. There's a long list, uh, but if those imbalances are present, which we can test for, that can make a huge difference in how your gut is functioning, whether you're having the bloating, the gas, the acid reflux, constipation, diarrhea, you just feel like you're not digesting very well. Any of those things can be part of um, what these infections will create. Similarly, the last one on the list here is toxins. And we're looking at things like mold, heavy metal, Mold is a big one. Fortunately, there's a nice easy test for it. It's just a urine test and we can make sure that that's uh, not a component. Similarly, we can test for heavy metals, uh, but toxins can really burden your gut. Why? Because a toxin burdens your immune system and 70% of your immune system is housed in your gut. 
then we have the internal or structural factors that are common causes. And we're looking at the nerves. I mentioned earlier the nerves to the diaphragm come uh, from your neck. We've got your core muscles, so musculature in the front and in the back uh, that doesn't allow uh, your diaphragm to be in the right position, your stomach to be in the right position. It's almost like a girdle. That core is like a girdle and it really holds everything in the right position. Um, not to mention nerves go to organs and so the nerves from the neck go to the diaphragm, nerves from the upper back go to the stomach. So we have to look at all of these uh, factors and then also the vagus nerve which is the longest cranial nerve that you have and that one speaks to the fact that you can have uh, neck pain, but you can also have feelings, <clears throat> excuse me, feelings of anxiety. You can have gut disturbances. The vagus nerve goes to basically every organ that you have. So if you have vagus nerve irritation, that can definitely be part of this syndrome. So what's the root cause of your hiatal hernia syndrome? And your is underlined there for really important reason, meaning that it's not cookie cutter. And that's one of the most common complaints I hear on my YouTube channel is, what do I do? What's the one thing I can do? What's the one thing I can take? And, and it's such a legitimate question and I really wish there was a one thing, uh, but there isn't. You, you got to this place for a different reason than somebody else who has very similar symptoms, but the root cause is different. I could have 10 people in the room with me that used to have acid reflux and they'd have their own story to tell of how it was resolved and how they got there. So it's just not the same. And that's one of the problems with conventional medicine. You have acid reflux, here's your antacid, done. It's not fair. You know, it's not fair because it doesn't resolve it. It's not fair because it really alters to the negative your whole digestive tract. It's not fair because there's a lot of negative side effects to taking antacids long term. Um, and it's just not truth. What, what do you want? You want resolution. You want to get to the real reason why you have this problem. And that requires a tailor-made program. And that's why we have the team of doctors we have to work with you and your needs to resolve your situation, your symptoms. So what are the common myths, meaning the untruths about hiatal hernia syndrome? Uh, one is that acid reflux is its only symptom because the stomach is spasmed and being pushed up, it's gonna create acid reflux. It's not true that it does create acid reflux or can, but it certainly is not the only symptom. Some really common symptoms like shortness of breath, heart palpitations, panic attacks. You are told that has absolutely nothing to do with your hiatal hernia, which is absolutely false. And uh, anatomy explains why it's false. So the rest of the symptoms, like especially the panic attacks, the anxiety. Oh, I spoke to a gentleman yesterday, young man, and he said, I'm 32 and, and uh, you know, I've always been so enthusiastic about life and now I'm wondering if I'll make it to 40. 40 sounds really far away suddenly and I, I'm not sure I'm going to make it because he keeps being told these symptoms are all in his head. He's a uh, you know, big guy, likes to work out, looks really healthy. Meanwhile, he's 
laden with panic, feelings of doom and gloom, and it's not him. He's never experienced this in the past. And I know many of you are nodding your head saying, yes, that's what I've been told. It's all in my head and nobody can find anything physical wrong with me. You're told that antacids are your only tool and you're also told there's no natural therapy that works and there's no cure. So these are these are our myths. Diagnosis is not clear-cut with conventional medicine. They can miss a hiatal hernia that's more just pressed up on your diaphragm and not actually protruding through. They can miss the hiatal hernia because it's sliding. That is a known type of hiatal hernia where it's up and down and when they do the test, it happens to be down versus up. So they miss it for that reason. Uh, but they're absolutely, and you know, here's something I really want to speak to is that you can have a very small hiatal hernia, you can have a sliding up and down, you can have what we call a subclinical hiatal hernia, which is the stomach is just pushed up against the diaphragm and have the worst symptoms. So it's, it's unusual because you think, well, if I'm really having these heart palpitations and I can't sleep and shortness of breath and all these things we've talked about, it must be large, it must be huge, and it's just not the way it is. It, it's a, it can be a very small hiatal hernia or as I mentioned, sliding or subclinical and create very intense symptoms. And that's why it's missed so much. As we mentioned, there's about 20 different symptoms. At the root of it is the gut, absolutely. It's very rarely not associated with the gut. Our tailored program is just that. It's tailored, it's personalized to you, and that's why we have such a high success rate. A cure truly does exist, but it's not by taking drugs. A good analogy, I think, about what root cause medicine really is, is uh, going back to our, our car, which we tend to sometimes treat better than our bodies. But an analogy is that somebody sees um, the the engine check light on their car and, and you know, boy, find a gas station fast. You don't want to travel too much more with this car because your engine could, can blow up. So that light, that symptom is something that really gets our attention. Would you just put some tape over that light so you can't see it anymore? No, we, under, we value our cars, they're expensive to purchase, and we know we should take care of them. Why then do we ignore symptoms? You know, when our, when our heart is palpitating or we're not sleeping well, or we're tired, or we have constipation, diarrhea, whatever the hundreds of symptoms that your body could be trying to communicate with you that it's not functioning the way it should, why do we ignore them? Because we're, we're basically told to ignore them. And one of the really major precepts and principles of root cause medicine is one, appreciating the fact that the body's ability to heal itself is, is truly spectacular. However, your body can get overburdened, overtaxed, overstressed from a variety of sources, and then it's not self-correcting, it's not self-healing. But it lets you know, so it's, it communicates, and it communicates with a symptom. And so we have this symptom of acid reflux, and what's the first thing you tend to do? Oh, I can get some over-the-counter Tums, see if it goes away. Uh, yeah, seem to go away. Okay. Oh no, it's back. You know, a little more Tums. No, it's back. And then it gets bad enough. Then you go see your your doctor, and he or she gives you an antacid, and you go, Oh wow, I do feel better on this antacid. 
They don't tend to share with you, you shouldn't be taking them for longer than two weeks. They don't tend to share with you all the negative side effects associated with the medication. So some people, I've met people who have been on antacids for a decade or more, not knowing about any of the problems associated with it. Um, so what we're all about at Root Cause Medicine is, hey, do you need, do you need a drug right away because you're in some crisis, like really elevated high blood pressure and we don't want you to have a stroke? Sure, that's a great use for a medication, temporarily, versus conventional medicine would let that person stay on that high blood pressure medication the rest of their life. What we do is say, great, we were in a crisis zone, we're out of it now, good, the drug, that did a positive, that's great. Now, while you're on that medication, let's figure out why. Why is this occurring? And that's really the difference, is it's one, it's one thing appreciating the body can heal itself, it's another thing appreciating that if you have a symptom, there's always a root cause. It's not bad luck. It's not because your mother had it. It's not because it's in your family. You know, it's none of those things. It's not because you're a parent and you're really stressed. It's not because you're working hard at, at work and, and, you know, and that's stressful. The root cause is something that can be identified. Then once you have the tools, you have to have the tools to identify the root cause, you see? And conventional medicine doesn't go that step. Then once you've identified the, the root cause uh, with the tools that you have, you have to have had the experience of how to treat this successfully and efficaciously and safely. And that's who we are at root cause. We've been doing this for 35 years. That's the difference. So results that patients experience on the hiatal hernia syndrome program are they don't need their antacids anymore, they don't have heart palpitations anymore, they don't have their panic attacks, their gut is working well. If they had constipation, they don't. If they had bloating, they don't. They're sleeping well, their energy is back. Now, some of these symptoms you might not have, but if you do, they're resolved. And I'm not saying we have a 100% success rate, but we have a really high percentage success rate. It's 85% if you're compliant and, and ready to follow the program. And, and that's pretty exciting. And, and it excites me because um, I know we can help. Here are the questions I want you to ask yourself. Are you committed to your health? Is your health valuable to you? Is it a high enough importance that you're ready to make lifestyle changes? Because this is not just about swallowing a pill. Are you ready to commit to your health financially? And are you ready to regain your health? I wish there was a magic wand that I could just tap you on the shoulder with and it would all be better. But you're, you're going to have to work for it and make some changes. We are there with you to hold your hand. The success rate is phenomenal, so that's what's exciting. But hey, this isn't for everybody, and if it's not for you, if you say, no, I really don't wanna make lifestyle changes, that's totally fine. But I want to be straightforward with what it takes. So the solution that we offer is the root cause hiatal hernia syndrome program, and it is tailored to you. And that's a very key point because not everybody's the same. We have a whole team of doctors. They're not all pictured here, but we have a whole team with different specialties who work together. It's an integrated approach to get to the root cause of your problem. The whole team works together with you to get the job done. Your next step is a 30-minute consultation 
This is no charge. We do a very in-depth history, including any medications you might be on, looking at your healthcare goals, and making sure you're a good fit, that we feel we can help you, you like our approach, and that's our gift to you is to take advantage of this 30-minute consultation if this sounds good, if, if you're ready to make the change. Schedule your appointment today. You can call us at 408-733-0400 or email us at info at rootcausemedical.com.